What's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles. You are listening to Lyles Movie Files. This past weekend has been crazy for me and a score, legions, even billions of action figure collectors. It's Toy Fair 2020 and all the big companies from Hasbro, Mattel, McFarlane, NECA Toys, you name it, were there on hand showing off everything for the first half of the year. There was so much stuff that I'm seriously going, where am I going to put all the stuff that I want to buy? That's a problem for later on in the year. For now, I'm just going to break down some of the things I thought were really cool and exciting for this year's Toy Fair. Jazzwares and Wicked Cool Toys revealed their first glimpse of their All Elite Wrestling Unrivaled series during Wednesday night's uh, Dynamite show. And we got to see the... You know, Cody, Brandy Rhodes, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks and Chris Jericho check out their figures and they did a little stop motion. They look cool. I think they're going to be in scale with Mattel's WWE Elite line. Now, that's always the key for any company that does wrestling figures. You've got to make them comparable on the same scale as the big dog on the block. And that's not just because Mattel has the WWE license, but because we've got guys who've left WWE and maybe in TNA, they may be in ROH, who we can't kind of work in with that line. But if we have some crossover, then we can kind of work these guys into a line so we can have, you know, SCU taking on New Day, for example. And that's just one of those deals that we kind of want to see. And of course... Jazzwares Wicked Cool Toys can't put an elite figure right next to their Kenny Omegas. So they can go, look, it's perfectly in scale. We're going to have to wait till we actually see these guys on the shelves. People start buying them, putting them scale by scale right next to each other so we can see. One thing that immediately jumps out to me is the, the articulation. These guys look like they have the articulation we've been wanting to see from Mattel for a long time. If you've been reading on my site, I really like the Ultimate Edition line. They have that added articulation with the double elbows, which is tremendously important if you want to do submission moves for guys. Or if you just want to make, you just have a better range of, of doing any kind of move, basically. I mean, it just enhances everything. And these uh, Unrivaled figures immediately have that. They have the double joint elbows, knees. They have... A floating torso that looks to have a little bit more range than that Ultimate Edition setup. Which means submission moves are going to be easier. I'm assuming we're going to be able to pull off some crazy super kick parties with these guys. A lion, lion tamer and a Judas effect that will look cool. Um, I really can't wait to see these guys in action. I'm, that's one of the lines that I'm really looking forward to getting and just playing around and seeing how they match up with the elite figures because my initial impression is these are going to be the wrestling figures that a lot of people are going to be excited about as the year continues to play out. So at, at New York, uh, Wicked Cool Toys showed off, I guess, Wave 2. So we got to see John Moxley and MJF, Dustin Rhodes, uh, I feel like I'm missing somebody else, Hangman Adam Page, the forgotten member of the elite. Uh, but there was no figure in this that looked bad. Everybody looked good. I was a little surprised we didn't see the Pride and Powerful 
Santana or Ortiz. They're really heavy players in this thing. So I was a little surprised we didn't see them. They also showed the Lucha Brothers, which if you've been following Boss Fight Studios, they are also releasing a Phoenix and Pentagon in their line. And I think a lot of us were like, well, we're going to get these because this is our chance to get those guys who've been big stars in Lucha Underground and TNA Impact and now over in AEW. So, but now I'm like, well, I don't need to bother with Boss Fights versions because I'll just get these guys that fit in a cohesive line with people that I kind of want to match them up with anyway. And I'm really excited. I mean, there was not a figure that looked bad. The head sculpts looked tremendous. I know on that initial glance of the Brandy Rhodes figure was kind of underwhelmed, but seeing a much better version, like actually on display in New York, the likeness is really solid too. And I'm really interested to see what they do with their female wrestlers. Um, like Awesome Kong, will we finally get that Awesome Kong figure? Uh, Nyla Rose should be interesting. Riho, Britt Baker. That's really going to be where Wicked Cool Toys can outdo Mattel if they deliver better female figures with different body types and different scaling. So not everybody is like one or two heights and that they can do a whole lot more in terms of their bulk and just their movement. I think that's going to be a key as they go forward. And it'll be interesting to see if they actually move quickly on getting more female figures out. With Brandy, it was kind of like we've got to have a black person in the next, in the first two waves. And since Scorpio Sky and the rest of SU wasn't done yet, she made the most sense. So I get that. But I'm really looking forward to this line and getting both waves and just having some AEW action. Um, and I'm going to have a lot of flips with my figures. So look forward to seeing lots of flips, lots of super kicks, and a lot of kicking out of finishes. I'm just going to have to find a little vinyl, really small vinyl patch so I can give Moxley the pirate look. Because I love that look for him. But WWE Mattel's Elite line was... I don't necessarily say not to be outdone, but they had their own huge, massive reveal as well. They are bringing back their Legends line. And if you've been collecting Mattel figures basically since the start, the Legends line was a real draw. I was determined not to get in on Mattel's line because I was like, I've got 60, okay, maybe more like 100 Jax figures. I'm not doing this again. If you collect the Jax figures, you'd start off with what the Titan Tron Live figures. You've gotten the R3 figures. You've gotten the classic superstars, the Ruthless Aggression style. So you'd already kind of change your wrestling collection multiple times within one company. And I was really sold on not doing that again. But once I saw these, the scaling of Mattel's Elite, I was all in, and especially when they debuted the Legends line, because they right away hit some people that Jax was never able to get. With Ricky Steamboat, um, the Von Erics, and then eventually in Wave 5, the Macho Man. So it was like, oh shoot, you guys are really bringing people who I've always wanted in my collection. So Legends Series 7 goes back to the same packaging style, so they've got that cool artwork in the back. Or the cool artwork in the back, if you will. <laughs> um, and they've kind of repurposed some figures we've already seen for that line. 
So we've got a Bobby Heenan in his weasel suit, which looks great. I hope that he's in wrestling attire underneath that, uh, you know, because that's what he wore as punishment for losing his matches. And then we can have that Survivor Series uh, 89 team with uh, the Colossal Connection, Arn Anderson and Bobby Heenan instead of Tully Blanchard. Uh, we can finish that team. And, you know, from my WWE Survivor Series in figure form, page i really want to complete all the teams from at least the classic era not as concerned about these modern guys but i definitely want all the old school guys also and another guy that'll fill up another slot several times and that is greg the hammer valentine so he's not going to be a chase from walmart that we're going to have to track down and stalk outside anytime they get a shipment in uh he's going to be in this line we got a razor ramon from wrestlemania 11 in his blue attire that's good i'm always down for more razor figures because i feel like we've got like 20 scott hall figures and razor ramon was easily scott hall's more colorful persona and i felt like he never wore the same tights from one show to the next so having a little variety with that is a good thing again i have no idea where i'm going to put all these you know random variants of guys just with a different color swap but I'll deal with that later. And the last one in that series, uh, seven series seven, is going to be my man Sting. And they're going to have him in his basically debut Crow Sting attire. Uh, I know there are some people who wanted that very first Crow Sting look where he was still talking, where he was like, the only thing you know about Sting is that nothing's for sure. But this is the full face painted version where he's just sitting as the phantom of WCW when he's in the rafters in the stands and he's just kind of stalking people. And when he starts talking trash about him, he comes down to the ringside, hits him with the bat or this, uh, the thing, scorpion death drop rolls out and then heads back out to the crowd. Love that era of sting. Uh, the figure they showed had the bat, had the t-shirt and the face paint looks good. Uh, Steve action figure attack on Instagram the Mattel WWE rep said that Sting will have his leather jacket so we will have the absolute complete look for Sting so I can't wait I need to figure out some creative way to shoot Sting um, in this time frame maybe I'll have to change my wrestling uh, display so I can have Sting just kind of chilling looking over the rafters but I want to do something like that because Sting is my favorite favorite and I am looking forward to getting all the cool figures that represent his career. So I definitely am getting that one. And this wave, this line is going to be a Target exclusive. Way better than Walmart because you can actually find Target exclusives in the stores. I say this as I'm still trying to find the Royal Rumble uh, Randy Savage Elite figure. But I know eventually at some point they will restock. I do believe I'll get that figure. I passed him up twice, and I kind of feel like you're an idiot. I thought Lita was going to be the hard one to get, but apparently it's my man, Randy Savage, even though he has like 50 elite figures. So that's that was the main takeaway for me with the WWE presentation. We saw like the next step of their mock-up of The Fiend. He looks good. Um, probably one of the few modern guys who who's not in NXT that I'm going to get. I just love that incarnation of Bray Wyatt, so I'm going to grab it. Um, but it looks good from, you know, the next version mock-up we've seen. 
they're also going to do this line called the Decade of Destruction. And that is going to feature stars that Mattel has done right when they started with the line. And so they're going to have some old school looks, which is good for me because I'm all about the old school looks for guys. I'm, you know, I'm still like, eh. I like the NXT roster, but I've lost interest in Raw and SmackDown, so I don't care once they go there. So we've got for this line, uh, Mark Henry, and he's in his Nation of Domination attire, which is great because this means I'm just a comma figure away from completing Farouk's final Nation of Domination before Rock's coup d'etat. And he takes over and gets caution tape Owen Hart in the group to make it just not a black thing. Um, but we know we're never getting that Owen Hart, so I this this Mark Henry is a good figure to have. And we just need Kama now to really complete the nation as it was. And I know we could also ask for an Ahmed Johnson, but who cares? I never really thought he was a good fit for the nation anyway. Um, we're also getting Randy Orton from his RNN days where he has that bum elbow and he's updating people. They've actually... They're actually including two head sculpts, which I think is really cool. We've got the old school curly haired Randy, and then we've got more of an evolution hairstyle. And this is the longer tights, longer short, bicycle short types. Type tights. Gosh, say that five times fast. He's going to be wearing those. They're blue, nice and colorful. I was not really expecting to be interested in early era ruthless aggression figures, but... I really think that's cool. They included the sling so we can set up our early evolution now. I don't really even know if they need to do a Batista, but maybe if they wanted to do the white type version, that would be good. We still need that short haired Ric Flair for evolution and then the bowl cut from the, the Monday Night War era. So there's still a lot of Flair figures we can get. Mattel did show the next line of Ultimate Edition figures, and that wave, or two figures, is a John Cena figure and a Becky Lynch. Now, it's weird because we've seen Becky Lynch figures who have incredible likenesses. This figure is not. I mean, they have two, and both of them are terrible. I really don't know what the deal was because they've made good head sculpts, but... This one didn't work, and I think it was because they were trying to get that hairstyle that Becky had at WrestleMania, but it really didn't work, so we'll see if they can fix that later. Storm Collectibles also had their latest update, teases of figures we may never see or we won't actually see until 2023. We saw the Injustice 2 Superman and Batman. Those designs are so crazy i almost think they work in the context of storm collectibles line but gosh they look so busy for superman and batman um but i, I just want to see more mortal Kombat figures i want that Liu kang i want the johnny cage melina katana i just want more human figures i want that jacks i mean sonya blade i feel like there's so many important principal characters they haven't done because they keep doing the color swap characters and the big monsters like Goro and Baraka and Shao Kahn that I'm kind of like all right guys we've got the heavy hitters we've got that scorpion sub-zero but and now we got the Raiden let's get some more guys um there weren't any showings of Street Fighter figures which I thought was interesting so maybe they're giving them a break while they work on E Honda because he's one of the guys we need 
in addition to a Balrog. Uh, you know, it's just get to work. I feel like they're doing so many different lines. They've got a Streets of Rage 4 that they've shown now in Samurai Showdown. It's just kind of stay focused. Don't do 20 lines when you still got so many main guys from the other ones to do. Like with Street Fighter alone, I still want a Cody, DJ, so many guys. Guy, Rolento, way too many for, you know, to dip so deep into the fighting game realm like a Golden Axe line. Like, eh. Uh, let's see. Let's go on to NECA toys. They revealed the Brett and Parker uh, alien wave that's also going to include a Xenomorph. And also, I mean, it's... They, they're killing it with these likenesses. I start off, I'm just going to get the aliens guys, but with Brett and Parker, I kind of want to get the Nostromo crew as well. And the only thing that was helping me out was they didn't make regular civilian gear for Dallas and Kane. But if they decide to double back and do those guys, I'm going to be in trouble because... I kind of want that old crew. I thought they were a lot of fun. Just it was a cool group of people who had to deal with some crazy stuff. And I'm like, ah, I can't get into another line, can I? Maybe I'll just put them on the same alien shelf. We also saw some more pictures of the Kenner classic version Drake. It doesn't look like we're ever going to get an, an actual aliens version of Drake with the actual um, likeness of the actor Mark Rylance. I think this is a good compromise, but I guess this is as good as we're going to get. And Drake was one of those final members of the Colonial Marines that I really, really needed. Um, we've got Apone with the Kenner version. We've got him. We've got Vasquez, Hicks, Hudson, and even got Newt and Ripley. I guess maybe the last one that I need to complete my set is Gorman. And, you know, now let's do it. And I'll just find some space somewhere for the mother alien, the queen, and yeah, I'll be happy. So we'll see how that happens and if that actually comes about and where I can make this magical space appear for that. One of the hugest and most impressive reveals from Toy Fair, especially if you're a kid of the 80s, was NECA's reveal of Defenders of the Earth figures. Defenders of the Earth was one of the greatest concept shows ever. It was you take Flash Gordon, the Phantom, Mandrake the Magician, and Lothar. You put them on a team, have them fight Ming the Merciless and his crew. Now, I loved any time those four were together. I did not love the show when they featured their kids. I couldn't stand the kids. I mean... You know, that was like a staple in every 80s show. You had the main heroes, then you had the child or human sidekick. The Defenders of the Earth had the worst with their kids. They were obnoxious, and it's like, stop taking the time away from the cool heroes. So, yeah, I'm really, really glad we're just getting the main five and no trace of the kids. And either way, I wouldn't buy them anyway, so it doesn't matter. But I'm absolutely day one pre-ordering those guys because I've, I have been kind of checking out eBay for pricing on those guys. And I was like, Ugh, it's a little too much to spend on figures that are better in my imagination than in reality. But now we're going to get figures that are 
just as good as my imagination. And I'm going to have a real prominent space for them in my display. So I'm definitely getting those guys. Um, let's go over now to McFarland Toys. Uh, they are continuing their work and their reveal on DC. This was a tricky conference for them because, or convention for them, because right at January 1st, there's a lot of McFarland Toys DC product. Of ground, we had a Superman, a Batman from straight from the comics. We had animated versions of Green Lantern, Batman, Superman, Harley Quinn. We got two like concept sort of like very limited uh, reveals in the comic books with the Hellbat Batman, which was featured a little bit more than the Superman armor, which was basically a three or four panel appearance that they turned into a figure. And we also had the build of Batman, Nightwing, uh, Batgirl, and the Batman who lasts. If you notice, it was super Batman heavy. So the hope and expectation from these reveals were we were going to see more of the universe of DC and not just the corner of Batman. That a lot of lines seem to get trapped into where it's like more Batman all the time. Uh, so there are a couple of interviews circulating around the web, one of which was the photographer for McFarland Toys with their DC line. And he said they are really going, scouring fan boards, getting customer reaction and seeing what people want and making adjustments. So they're going to include and do some things like fixing that single joint elbow that we've seen in a few figures. Uh, Superman's going to have double jointed elbows the next time they tackle them. Uh, they're going to focus more on scale. So Batgirl is not looking eye to eye to Batman. I know one of the main reasons I have not gotten that Nightwing yet is because in all the pictures that I've seen, he looks like he's right eye to eye with Batman, which is not right either. So I am very glad to hear they're going to fix that. At Toy Fair, they showed uh, Batman White Knight figures and Arkham Asylum Batman and Joker. For me, this kind of left me cold. I didn't really care want either of those. Um, and I'm not interested in the Wonder Woman 1984 regular and golden armor attire figures either so i was kind of this oh man i was so excited about this line when january hit and now i'm not really looking forward to anything for a while which i guess is good because it gives me more time to focus on some other lines but i was hoping to see some more regular combo characters like a john stewart flash maybe in a cyborg you know, just some more of those guys who kind of help flesh out the universe so it's not just a Superman and Batman party. Um, the photographers did say that they are going to look to expand the universe more and not just focus on Superman and Batman, which was a great thing. So belly aching and complaining and griping does pay off every so often online. Just do it in a respectful manner, kids. DC Direct is back. DC Collectibles decided, yeah, let's let's trash that whole DC Collectibles name. Let's go back old school. We're DC Direct again. And it seems basically the same thing as DC Collectibles. We got to see some more of the DC Essentials line. The line that won't die, literally, because now they're focusing on the deceased line. Um, I am... I love Deceased. I thought that was a really great miniseries from DC. It's a lot of fun. They did some really unexpected twists with who they killed off early, who they killed off late, who survived. It was really, really unexpected. But this, this figure line is really uninspired. Basically, it's 
the figures that we've already gotten from DC Essentials, just with zombie head effects and little scarring and paint jobs. And it doesn't feature the characters who are kind of pivotal in that story that weren't zombies. So it's just kind of weird that they're just sticking to the zombie versions and we haven't gotten just basic figures in the Essentials line of characters like Green Arrow, Black Canary, and Cyborg. And those characters fit into the deceased line too. And I'm just kind of like, eh, you guys are missing out on some double dipping. So I hope we actually get some more figures from DC Essentials and not just the deceased subset because that's really boring. Um, Hasbro always just throws down a gauntlet, a tank, and says, beat that, would you please? They showed us a Ghostbusters line, plural, um, we got a Kenner Classics version based off of the real Ghostbusters cartoon. I'm assuming like everybody else, you watched that and and it's just cartoon accurate. And all the Ghostbusters have their different colored outfits. And they've got Slimer in them. They puff Marshmallow Man. I traditionally don't do the animated and the other version, but I think I'm going to have to in this case. One, because I know it's not going to be like 40 different characters. It's basically four we don't need anything else and they are giving us a plasma series which features uh big screen accurate versions of the ghostbusters all four dana barrett and gozar i'm not sure how extensive they'll get with the rest of the sporting cast but if that's all we get we've got the four ghostbusters and that's really all we need right so I'm definitely going to get both lines of ghostbusters now this is sort of related they revealed the trailer for War for Cybertron, the new Transformers series that's going to be airing on Netflix. And the designs are very close, similar to the Siege figures. I think that's an inspiration for this line. I have really resisted getting into another Transformers line. I really try to keep it focused, dedicated to the uh, Masterpiece figures because they're, those are my versions of the Transformers. The cartoon versions all grown up with superior articulation. Um, they look like the versions I wanted in the cartoon way back in the 80s. But man, the Siege figures look so cool and with a good toy line or good cartoon associated with it. I think my inner 10 year old is going to be like, I want figures of all of these guys. So maybe I just shouldn't watch the show because I think I'm going to get sucked into it. Anyway, we the new Transformer figures they showed look cool. I finally got the Jetfire figure because I think he fits in with the Masterpiece figures. But he also may be a gateway to getting me into Siege. So stay tuned. Uh, but look for that review of Jetfire very soon. Marvel Legends... We got a huge showing of these guys. Um, people were hoping this would be the case once they got that Fox, once Disney acquired the Fox license and Hasbro made it official. They revealed what I assume will be the first of many uh, versions of the Marvel X-Men, uh, not the MCU versions, of course, the Fox actors and actresses. So we got a Hugh Jackman Wolverine a couple times over. We've got an Ian McKellen, Magneto, and a Patrick Stewart, Professor X. But they also come with the James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender heads. So you can have both versions of Magneto and Professor X. But I think it was cool. We've got a Cable. 
uh, Josh Brolin, Deadpool. Um, it's a lot of a lot of guys coming from that. So, but the one thing that was interesting, they didn't have you know your standard X Men. They didn't have a Cyclops, Jean Grey, Kitty Pride, Storm, etc. All I guess the big attired X Men. They didn't have any of those. So I would assume we'll see more of those over the next few years. But this is just like our kind of introductory to those to that version of cinematic movie figures. I thought the scans looked really good. The likenesses were dead on, which is really impressive because, you know, you figure they didn't have complete digital access to those kind of photos. Um, but yeah, they look great. And I don't like those X-Men movies like that. But if I did, I'd really get all into those figures. They're really good. I am more excited about the reveals on the standard comic books that they showed. We're getting a classic old school war machine complete with a James Rhodey with a high top haircut, which is great. Um, I have held on to my Toy Biz version way longer than I should have. <laughs> Joker looks so outdated at this point. But I have them and I'm going to get this new one and I'm going to happily replace them. I may still keep the old one to put with my West Coast Avengers, but... I am so excited that they're finally getting to this. We did not see an updated Falcon, but I assume we're going to see him at San Diego Comic-Con just because of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier show. And it seems like it would be a good time and time to get his figure done. Um, we also have more of that strong guy wave that showed a Maverick and uh, all his gold armor glory. And the real surprise for me of the show... It's probably the Black Tom Cassidy figure. I I really loved reading about him and the Juggernaut in the classic X-Men. Because you know, I started reading X-Men back in the uh, Mutant Massacre days. And when X-Factor was doing his thing, I started getting into the old classic X-Men comic. And learning the old school history, the giant size X-Men squad. So when I have been waiting for Black Tom, what I thought would be in vain for years but to actually see him was like oh man this is so great we got him we got juggernaut and now i can have him fight my banshee figure and i was like wait i need a much better banshee figure i am hoping we see him very soon the biggest surprise for me of comic con or comic con going way ahead of myself toy fair was the reveal of the first appearance storm and if you've read any of my wish lists you know this storm has been ever increasingly shooting up to the holy grail of the marvel legends for me because we've never gotten this specific attire in from toy biz and any kind of six inch format so now we finally get the version of storm that was the one involved in so many classic x-men stories like the dark phoenix saga um jeez uh, days of future past now we get that storm which is just perfect it looks good for some reason it's still not that statuesque version that john byrne and, and uh dave cockrum drew i guess it's because they don't want people to be offended by a comic accurate portrayal of storm from that era but otherwise really good i'm excited to have this figure right next to my cyclops in that prime spot on my x-men display cannot wait for that one the only question is where we'll be getting this figure 
not so much where, but what we're going to get with this figure. Because Hasbro was real coy in interviews about how Storm is coming to us. It's going to be a Target exclusive, but it seems to be a case where she may not be alone. Maybe that's a two-pack, maybe a three-pack, maybe even a six-pack with Banshee and Thunderbird joining Cyclops, Nightcrawler, maybe that old Knucklehead. Either way, I mean, honestly, if it's just Banshee, I will be ecstatic and happy, but I will be ecstatic to get this Storm. So they could put her in there with movie version Storm and I'd be just fine. Anyway, we're getting her. Everything else is gravy. They did reveal a vintage wave of Spider-Man figures that really look good. Uh, it looks like we've got a contender now for the best Spider-Man figure ever. This guy has a ton of articulation, more so than the pizza Spider-Man body. And it looks like this will be a Spider-Man figure that can do all kinds of crazy Spider-Man poses. This wave also comes with a Peter Parker, like a classic John Romita version with the super Coke bottle thick glasses. Uh, it also comes with a Gwen Stacy figure, which is amazing on so many levels. And that figure also comes with an alternate Mary Jane head. Peter Parker figure also comes with an alternate head, which features that iconic half Spider-Man, half Peter Parker head. And I think that's probably going to be how I display it, just because it's such an iconic look. And I think that's something that's well worth showcasing in a figure display. And then we got to see more of that uh, X-Men Age of Apocalypse line. Uh, we found out the Build-A-Figure is actually going to be Sugar Man, but they did reveal an Age of Apocalypse Apocalypse figure. No details on how that's coming out, whether it's going to be a deluxe figure or if it's going to be the Build-A-Figure for AOA Wave 2. And since there's so many of those characters that need to get made, another way it makes sense and putting him as a builder figure also kind of seems like it would make sense too um for the record my wish list for aoa wave 2 cyclops Sabretooth, colossus magneto of course um havoc storm banshee ice man all right it's way too many but you get the deal i mean they could probably do three or four ways of this and maybe finally scratch off everybody i'd want I just need, again, to carve out a whole shelf to get all these figures. But I will happily get all in with that wave. They're also, they also showed us the Game Reverse wave with the Marvel's Avengers video game Abomination as the Build-A-Figure. I don't necessarily want that guy because I'm going to have to get a couple of figures I don't care about, like the Miss Marvel, which is really just a repaint on the original one. Didn't really seem like there was a big improvement. That figure was already really well done. So it's not a big surprise, but they did get a Mach 1 and a Rage, which fills out two more roster slots on the Thunderbolts and the New Warriors. So, of course, I'm definitely excited, happy to see those guys. I feel like we need a box set to start getting in more of those team members sooner, because at this rate, we're going to get those teams completed by 2025. Good news is Hasbro has extended its licensing deal with Marvel, so uh, they've got a few more years to keep cranking out these guys, which is great. All right, so I saved basically what I think is the best for last. I know that's super controversial after the outrage that I saw over the weekend with the reveal of the G.I. Joe Classified series. So Hasbro didn't take the approach that 
that a lot of us thought they were going to go with. I think there were maybe two schools of thought that we were just going to get a straight up six inch interpretation of the real American hero designs. No changes, just updating it for a larger format. Kind of like what we've seen Marvel Legends do, right? And that would have been fine. I would have been 100% on board with that. Grabbed every figure they kept cranking out for the next 20 decades. Because honestly, I'm all in with G.I. Joe. That's, that and Star Wars are my two lines that I will just always be a fan of. And will buy basically until I can't drive or get wheeled to some place that sells toys. Um, and the other thought was they were going to make figures that were super updated modernized with a slant to today's military maybe a little updated so guys wouldn't have like an uzi for example and they would have something that would be more effective on the battlefield as we've seen it's not a lot of toy lines that have hardcore guns on shells a lot of the marvel legend figures with guns has some you know green paint so it's not a gun um or they look like blasters which is goofy but you know honestly with school shootings i get it you don't want to want kids to be all like super into military weapons at six years old okay what we got was maybe something totally different that i don't think anybody really saw coming hasbro basically updated the designs that stayed fairly close so if you could look at it go hey that's Duke that's Scarlet that's Roadblock and that's Snake Eyes I think something that kind of turned off maybe 60% of the, the fans who were looking forward to this was there's a lot of color lots of design elements that probably aren't needed but they're there and like I said I am a super hardcore G.I. Joe fan uh I saw these figures and I'm just like, oh man, they look like they're going to be so much fun to play with. Not stage and shoot like photo reviews, but like actually play with. There's just something about the designs that kind of is appealing. And, and I know like what, what I'm seeing from people online that I respect. And I'm like, yeah, I see exactly what you're saying. This is way too many colors on Scarlet's leg. And then the other part of me is like, I don't care. The figures look cool. They look like they got a ton of articulation. And I can't wait to just kind of start mashing them up. And I was, like I mentioned earlier, I have a whole room for my figures. And I was putting up my Joes and that was pretty fun to do. But man, it was, it was really weird. Like putting up the Joes, the three, three, fours after putting up the Marvel Legends. It's fun having the ability to put them in vehicles, but man, just the level of detail that was on, like, just a basic Marvel Legend compared to a Joe figure just isn't the same. So I kind of, I see why they went a little nuts designing some extra parts that probably aren't necessary, but just wanted to because they could in this six inch format. Now I'm saying all this like, oh, it's fine that they update these designs, but if my man Flint has some stupid design like he doesn't have his beret i'm gonna have a problem but based off of what we what we've seen so far i think they're gonna just keep the core elements to what what makes these guys and their respective looks iconic duke has a tan shirt scarlet is wearing like a orange kind of one piece 
Roadblock is wearing the vest that he wore in his version 2 outfit. Uh, maybe Flint won't have his shotgun shells, but as long as he's got a black shirt, rolled up sleeves, I'll figure out the rest of it. And I want to see so many more. I mean, I just showed those four figures, and I'm like, guys, you've got a rabid fan base that wants so much Joe right now. Um, so I think if there was any disappointment, it was just that we didn't see all of Wave 1, some of Wave 2, and some of Wave 3. Um, I'm all on board. I want to see more of these figures. I pre-ordered uh, three regular figures. I don't need the deluxe version of Snake Eyes because... I won't have a place to put up that cool weapon case. Otherwise, I would be getting Snake Eyes too. And and I'm going to get just every one that they put out, so it's not a big deal. I just hope that they will... Like, by the time next year, we're talking about Wave 8 and not Wave 4. Because that would be the only thing that I'd be disappointed with. Is a slow trickling out of this line. Especially since we're only going to get like 4 or 5 each wave. Yeah, you know, I got spoiled by Marvel Legends cranking out like a million figures each year. So hopefully we'll get a lot of Joes over the course of the next two years. But yeah, so I say all that to say I am going to have a real challenge trying to figure out where I'm putting all this stuff. But it's going to be a fun challenge. And I'm looking forward to seeing what I'm going to do, how many of these figures I'm going to review, and how many of these 2020 figures are going to be sitting on my to-review pile by 2022. Um, but for now, that's it. I'm going to get up another episode with the guys. Uh, we talked about some craziness in Hollywood as usual. So stay tuned for that probably in the next couple of days. But I wanted to get my initial thoughts of Toy Fair out there right now for all of you people who are crazy nuts like me and can't get enough of your childhood and just collecting action figures. So that'll do it for this one. Thank you as always for listening. This episode allows movie files has been filed.